This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All sports talk is on News Radio WGNS. Sponsored by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Here to help life go right. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Sports Fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon. Welcome to All Sports Talk, a Tuesday edition. We are in the midst of the high school football playoffs as they will crank up Friday night. But right now, we're going to talk hoops because we're not that far away from hoops. And with that in mind, MTSU men's basketball coach Nick McDevitt joins us. Coach, uh, Thanks for joining us today. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. Uh, well, uh, a lot of crazy stuff's gone on since the last time we spoke. <laughs> um, it was getting crazy at that point in time. Um, I guess just kind of um, give us an update on where you guys are or what you've been able to do from a practice standpoint um, going back to the summer, let's say. Sure, sure. Well, uh You know, we were very fortunate uh, that our campus leadership, um, you know, with with Dr. McPhee, uh, Chris Massaro, our board of trustees uh, led by Steve Smith, uh, were willing to to let our guys and several other of the athletic teams come back to campus uh, prior to the start of the fall semester. There were some campuses around the country that uh, that wasn't able to happen. Uh, because of COVID and the outbreak in their uh, communities and the risk that that brought at their particular uh, university. Uh, we were fortunate enough to bring our guys back about three weeks before practice, or excuse me, before the fall semester started, um, and, and we're able to start small group workouts since then. Uh, and we did small group workouts, meaning groups of about four, uh, for really a couple months, uh, really for August and for the most part of September. Uh, at the end of September, we were able to start doing uh, larger group workouts. And at around that time, the NCAA increased the amount of hours we could spend with our players per week. Normally in the off season, that is eight hours a week. And that eight hours is split up into four hours on the court and four hours off the court for weight training and conditioning. Uh, the NCAA around that time, because we missed all of last spring and most of the summer with our players increased that eight hours to 12. And that additional four hours were all on the floor. So we went from uh, four and four as far as the hours to four and eight on the court. So we were able to start uh, some larger group workouts, spend about an hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes, uh, in some cases two hours with our guys on the floor to start 
installing uh, team concepts on both sides of the ball, the offensive stuff, the defensive stuff, uh, starting to learn uh, and teach terminology to our new players. And so that, that additional four hours was really helpful considering uh, really every program around the country was behind where they normally are uh, for essentially October 1st uh, at that time because we missed such, uh, so many months in the spring and the summer. <clears throat> um, you know, I was talking with um, Coach Hensel not too long ago, and he goes, we were actually probably further ahead than uh, we have been most years. And, of course, I think they had a case um, that, you know, kind of sidetracked them there for mm-hmm. 10 days or a couple yep. weeks. But um, do you feel good about the amount of time you've had Is it uh, since it is more? I do feel good about where we are. Obviously, uh, we're all trying to work ourselves into shape. We're all trying to deal with the, the uncertainty of scheduling. Uh, different programs are at different points based on how many returners they have. I think teams that return a large nucleus of uh, their team from the previous year will be ahead of those that have a lot of new players just because uh, with missed time, uh, as I mentioned a minute ago, in the spring and the summer, there are some programs uh, with, uh, with uh, returning veteran players that they kind of know what's expected. They, they know play calls. They, they know defensive philosophy and defensive schemes uh, that their team implements. Uh, teams that have a, a large turnover will be somewhat at a disadvantage because of that missed court time. So that extra time really helps. And then the other part to it is um, how well your team is able to um, go through COVID policies and guidelines, CDC guidelines with masking, social distancing, and, and you know, some of it just being lucky too, you know, being lucky to where you're not around folks that, that have COVID and you're not exposing yourself or your team to that because with the current NCAA um, recommendations, you're, you're having to shut down your entire program for 14 days with any one person getting COVID that's considered in what they have termed your tier one of your program, tier one meaning players, coaches, managers, and GAs, folks that are you know really touching everybody every day. If anyone in your tier one of your program gets it or is diagnosed with COVID, uh, you have an entire program shut down for two weeks. And so for those programs that have already had that happen, uh, you're just further behind uh, the competition, and that's going to continue to happen throughout the course of the year. Uh, Teams are going to be at an advantage because they haven't been out, and other teams will be at a disadvantage because they've been out once and in some cases multiple times uh, for for 14-day quarantines. You know, um, you bring up something interesting there in that you – with this COVID, I mean, you got to be lucky. You know, Middles football team, they've been lucky. I think they're one of six teams that have played seven games across the whole country this year. Mm-hmm. At the same time, particularly in basketball, we hear this phrase a lot, they need to buy in. Well, buying in's even buying in more now because, as you said, you know, college students are college students. They, they want to hit the town. They want to go out to parties and things like that. But um, if you want a season, they really got to buy into these guidelines. You're absolutely right. And it's, it's, uh, it's difficult, you know. I mean, the, the, the normal 
uh, college experience that most students and other student athletes are accustomed to. Uh, you know, you think about this time of year. Uh, we've got a, a home football game against Charlotte this upcoming weekend, and our players are used to uh, having a team tailgate and being able to hang around uh, with each other. And you got the Raider walk that the football team does across uh, the Grove and uh, over at Wanet Grove. So uh, being around the band and other students and the, the other student athletes and really just having some time to watch college football games leading up to your own home football game, those are things that uh, our players just aren't able to do this year. Uh, but in, in order to play basketball this year, uh, we're going to have to sacrifice those types of things and others in order to, to keep ourselves safe and, and uh, hopefully COVID-free. Um, you know, as you mentioned, they are uh, college-age students. So you're dealing with 18 to 22-year-olds and hoping that they can make uh, responsible and, and uh, mature decisions over and over uh, because that's what it's going to take in order for us to, to play as many games as possible this year. Well, we're joined today by MTSU men's basketball coach Nick McDevitt. Coach, you're a young coach, but there's one thing. Even even an old fossil like Jim Beheim doesn't have anything on you uh, dealing with this COVID. There's no, there's no handbook for it, is there? There is no handbook. You're absolutely right. And, and whether it's uh, administration, uh, coaches, even the student athletes themselves, uh, we're, we're all at the same point. In, in experience with COVID. Uh, so whether you're a 20-year-old or a 65-year-old uh, athletic director uh, or administrator or a university president, uh, there is no handbook. We're, we've all been on the same timeline with COVID, so uh, we're, we're all trying to make uh, the best decisions as we can. We're joined today by Nick McDevitt, MTSU men's head basketball coach. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. In the South, we've perfected the art of connection. In fact, we can make an instant connection with simple things. A guitar and microphone, a great meal, a Friday night football game. So when First Bank enhanced our digital banking connection, we created it from our banking model to be accessible, direct, and personal. Silicon Valley knows apps, but we've learned a thing or two about connection. Get a great mobile banking app with the real connection of community banking. First Bank, member FDIC. Our people, that's the difference. Maples Realty and Auction. I'm Betsy Maples-Taylor with Maples Realty and Auction Company in Murfreesboro. Here's a look at our upcoming auction. Attention investors, two upcoming absolute auctions on Thursday, November 5th at 4 p.m., both on West Street in Murfreesboro. The first, a two-bedroom, one-bath home. The second, a three-bedroom, two-bath home with a detached two-car garage. More information at maplesrealtyandauction.com. Maples Realty and Auction. Buying a quality pre-owned vehicle from City Auto is the smartest car buying decision you can make. Hear what our customers have to say. Here at City Auto, the experience was great. We were in and out. You're not going to be hassled. They come in, they gave me a price. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. City Auto is our largest inventory lot right there. We have financing. So come by and see us or just check them out there on the website, cityauto.com. Check out all of those vehicles. City Auto, the wholesale auto mall shop where the dealers shop. 
With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even cost less. At State Farm, when home and auto works as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. WGNS Primetime Sports. Sponsored by the law offices of John Day. If you've been injured, go to johndaylegal.com. We've got a special Wednesday night edition of Rick Stockstill Live coming up for you 7 o'clock here on WGNS. So be sure to tune in here on Wednesday night, 7 o'clock for Rick Stockstill Live. Thursday, it's Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees. Talking local sports here on Thursday night, getting you ready for the playoffs. We're talking high school playoffs and, of course, big college weekend coming up as the Blue Raiders will take on Charlotte 2.30 on Saturday afternoon. Friday night, State Farm Prep Football, playoff football here on WGNS as the Blackman Blaze travel to take on the Hendersonville Commandos. Pre-game beginning at 6.30 with a 7 o'clock kickoff. Saturday morning, we talk to the local high school football coaches on the Prentice Salsa Heating and Air Coaches Corner, fueled by Donut Country and Chick-fil-A. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. This portion brought to you by First Bank, where the bank remains true to its ideals since founded in 1906. That's First Bank. Nick McDevitt, MTSU men's basketball coach, joined us today. All right, Coach, we've talked to with you in the past. Blue Raiders certainly going to have a new look uh, this year. Um, granted, um, some returning players, but uh, the new look, you're going to be um, leaning on some of those guys pretty heavily. For sure, we'll be leaning on a lot of our players. Uh, you know, I, I think uh, it, particularly this year where you may have, as we were mentioning a, a minute ago, portions of your season where you've quarantined, you, you come back out of a 14-day quarantine, and obviously you're going to have players that are out of shape. And if you play heavy minutes uh, a day or two later in a basketball game, you run the risk of getting guys injured because there's just so much fatigue and uh, their, their muscles, their tendons, their ligaments aren't where they were when that quarantine started. And so having a deeper bench, uh, I think, will prove advantageous for a lot of teams. This year, uh, unlike in the past, we have uh, eligible bodies. You know, uh, uh, it was year one, we were dressing eight scholarship players. Uh, last year, we were dressing 10 scholarship players. Uh, this year, we're dressing all 13 scholarship players uh, plus uh, two walk-ons. So uh, all 15 guys on our roster are eligible to go in the games this year. Uh, we're um, a little bit bigger than we've been, uh, a little bit more athletic than we've been. I think we shoot the ball from top to bottom uh, as a team uh, better than we have. So uh, I like where our team is headed. We have nine new players effectively for the games. We set out five transfers last year. Uh, we've added three more transfers this year, all of which have gotten waivers in order to play immediately. And we've also added a, a freshman 
uh, out of Atlanta is about 6'9", 6'10". So, uh, as I said, uh, effectively we've added nine new bodies uh, to our game day roster. So we're excited about the makeup of our team and, and what this team can become before the season's over. And, you know, you mentioned the, the depth, um, you know, in a year like this, I'm like you, uh, you know, you can't really put a price tag on that. I mean, some years a lot of coaches play seven guys and that bench really gets thin. But in a year like this, um, I think it, I think you've made a great point. Uh, the more bodies, the better. Absolutely. You know, it, it, you and I are just, you know, discussing it now. You, you have a lot of teams that uh, start out early in the season playing eight, nine, ten. And you start to kind of uh, siphon that down a little bit by the end of the, the year is uh, now you've got a seven or eight man rotation, and you just can't do that and 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 come off or be a little unlucky with a a COVID outbreak in your program or a quarantine and think that you can play seven or eight guys for 40 minutes after they've been isolated and and having to quarantine in their apartments or in their dorms for a couple weeks. Uh, you're going to have to. You're, you're going to be forced to play deeper into your bench, and so uh, the the more guys that can get playing time and experience early in the season and, and kind of um, preparing, if you will, for the the, the possibility of, of having that happen when conference plays rolls around. Uh, once you come back out of that quarantine, uh, you can play a little bit deeper because you're just not going to be able to play guys 35 minutes in a 40 minute game. Uh, after after sitting for two weeks, um, you know I think anybody that watches college basketball, um, particularly the college game, um, they they will say you know you've got to have good guard play, particularly when you get to the postseason. Um, you've got several guards uh, on your roster now. Some that, as you mentioned, too set out last year. T- talk to us about your backcourt and how good you think this group can be? Because they're players that have had success at other programs. Uh, we're, uh, we're confident with our with the guys we have in the backcourt. I think uh, they bring different qualities, which is what you want. Uh, we've got a, a couple of guys that are uh, really strong on-ball defenders. Uh, got a couple guys that uh, have some length and, and the ability to knock down uh, outside shots. Uh, and we're a pretty experienced group. Uh, you think about Donovan Sims, um, Jace Johnson, Eli Lawrence, uh, who is a much improved player from last year. Uh, and then uh, we've got several transfer guards in uh, Brian Coffey, uh, Dontrell Schuler, Jordan Davis, uh, Jalen Jordan, Elias King, uh, who's a six seven six eight uh, wing from Mississippi State. Uh, so we we just uh, I feel like have a a good combination of guys that uh, can do different things from game to game when needed. Uh, if you need to put some length in the game, we have that. Uh, if, if you're needing to have strong on ball defenders, uh, which really you do every night, uh, we have that as well. So. Uh, I like our group. I, I do agree that you have to have strong guard play because uh, you just can't have uh, – you can't turn the ball over a lot and think you're going to win very many games. And so, uh, obviously, the ball's in the guard's hands for most of the night. And so, uh, if your turnovers are down 
and you've got guys that can defend multiple positions on the other end, you're going to give yourself a, a pretty decent chance to win most nights. And you mentioned um, you, you're a little bigger this year. You've got the transfer from Northwestern. You mentioned the freshman, Christian, is it Fusel? Fussel. Fussel. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you got Tyson Jackson back as well. And, you know, DeAndre Dishman, a thick uh, kid who unfortunately had to set out two years, uh, is in the mix as well. So uh, how do you feel about your front court? Well, we're, we're very happy. Uh, yesterday we got the news that uh, Jared Jones has uh, got his waiver and will be eligible this upcoming season. Uh, so we do have just some size, some bodies around the basket that we just haven't had over the last couple of years. Uh, Jared is about 6'9", 6'10", about 240 pounds. Think about Tyson Jackson's about 6'8", 6'9", 245 pounds. Uh, DeAndre Dishman right now is about 6'6", 235, uh, upwards of 240. Uh, So we we just have uh, a little bit of girth uh, around the bucket to where, um, you you know, it's just not so easy to score around the basket. Uh, You think about the the power forward or the four spot, if you will. Uh, Christian Fussell can really shoot the ball at 6'9", almost 6'10", himself. And then Tyler Millen and uh, J.V. Milner, are two six 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 seven forwards that also stretch the floor, uh, but can give you a little bit of athleticism at the rim as well. So we we're deep in the, our our front court as well, uh, with a good mix of of guys that just uh, provide strength and size at the rim, but also skill guys that can stretch the floor for you on the offensive end. Coach, uh, let's talk about your schedule. Uh, you're opening up on the twenty fifth. Tell us. Some- you're in a tournament in Florida. Tell us about that and some of your other games uh, that you play. Obviously, not playing quite as many non-conference games this year. That's right. Uh, we do start on December 25th, right uh, during Thanksgiving week. Uh, that's on a Wednesday. So we have three games in three days on November 25th, 26th, and 27th to start the season. Uh, it's a pretty good field uh, of ourselves. Akron, uh, who ended up winning the MAC last year, East Carolina, Indiana State, Austin P, Indiana, um, Austin P, East Tennessee State, um, Omaha, and Abilene Christian are uh, is currently the 18th field. Hopefully, uh, that remains steady uh, between now and then, and that's that ends up being our our tournament field. There have been a lot of tournaments that have had to replace teams uh, because of certain programs needing to, to drop out. And there's actually, even in our tournament, a couple of new teams over the last several weeks uh, due to uh, some other uh, programs having to, to withdraw from the tournament due to COVID restrictions and uh, travel-related issues. So uh, that's, that's how we'll open up. Uh, we also have Murray State uh, here at home uh, once that tournament's over. Got UT Chattanooga at home, Ole Miss at home. Uh, we, we're playing uh, Bellarmine, which is a, a team up in Louisville, uh, twice. Uh, we're going to play them both home and home, and those will be back-to-back games. Uh, we're doing that uh, for for uh, the biggest reason is because for one, well, two big reasons. For one, uh, it, it's a game that we could uh, both of us could get to one another without traveling through an international airport. 
uh, and, uh, giving ourselves further exposure uh, to COVID. But because we're going to play back-to-back games in our conference play, we wanted to have kind of a dry run, if you will, even though it would be in a, a regular season contest, of playing the same opponent in back-to-back games in our non-conference uh, once we start league play, we're, we're going to play that same opponent. Now, albeit when we get to conference play at the same team at the same location. Uh, but it's going to be uh, that second game, you know, you're going to be a whole lot more familiar with uh, the, your opponent, their plays, their, their style, their system, um, both on the personnel side, but also from a, an overall standpoint of what they're trying to do on offense and defense. So uh, having – uh, a dry run, as I said earlier, of doing that versus a team before you get into league play, we felt like was pretty important. And so we were able to get that, that series scheduled. So you're telling me, let's say you go to um, FAU. Uh, typically you would play FAU on a Thursday. You would play FIU on a Saturday or vice versa, whichever it may be. Um, if you go to FAU, you're going to play them what on a – uh, Thursday, Saturday, a Friday, Saturday? Don't know yet. Uh, right now it is Thursday, FAU, Saturday, FAU. Uh, that could change. Right now our league is discussing whether or not to make that Friday, Saturday, two games in two days. Uh, right now it's the same opponent at the same location, two games in three days being Thursday, Saturday. And then the following week, we would play FIU at home on Thursday and Saturday, and neither team travel. Um, it, it it really just prevented that mid that middle uh, that Friday that day in between the two games on the road of not having uh, more travel uh, for possible COVID exposure, but also the expense. You know, it's a it's an additional flight. Uh, it's another bus that you've got to to get on the road. So. Uh, those are things that that uh, our league felt was important, uh, not not only from a health and safety concern, but also from a financial concern to reduce travel. So at this point, we don't play any teams in Texas this year in league play. We will not play UTEP, North Texas, Rice, or UTSA, either home or away. So we will have, for an 18-game schedule, there are four opponents we will play two games on the road. There are four other opponents we will play two games at home. That gets us to 16. Then everybody in the league, you will play your travel partner. For us, that is obviously UAB. You will play your travel partner both home and away. So you'll end up getting uh, an 18-game schedule with nine being at home, nine on the road, and the only opponent you will play both home and away is your travel partner. The thought process there, obviously, is generally speaking, since you are considered travel partners, you're close to each other. So FIU and FAU can travel pretty easily back and forth, us and UAB, Marshall and Western Kentucky, uh, and so on and so forth, La Tech, Southern Miss. So uh, that will be the only team you play uh, both home and away. And for us, not having to travel to uh, Texas, uh, it, it regionalizes your schedule so, again, to try to give you as many opportunities as possible to travel uh, on a charter bus as opposed to a, a commercial airplane. We're joined today by MTSU men's basketball coach Nick McDevitt. Um, coach, um, 
Let me ask you this. Um, are there windows built in? I mean, let's say a team um, gets quarantined for 14 days and misses four games. Uh, will those games be made up? Are they case by case, or are there no makeups? There's potential for makeup. Right now, we do have an open week. It's uh, the week in between the last currently scheduled regular season conference games and the start of the Conference USA tournament. There is an open week to move uh, any games that get canceled due to COVID. If more than than two get canceled, more than one series, in other words, uh, you're just going to lose the games. Uh, There's nowhere else to move. Uh, just because we are playing every week except for that last week um, once the regular season and conference play starts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's really a, that was a driving factor in the NCAA uh, granting all basketball players this year really a waiver in that they are not using a year of eligibility by playing this year. So uh, because there is anticipation that we, you'll miss quite a few games this year. Already we're playing a smaller schedule because of COVID, uh, but with COVID outbreaks around the country uh, that could happen during the season, you're going to miss games. You could miss four games with your own team uh, having one person with coronavirus. Well, as soon as you get out of quarantine, you're getting ready to, you might play a game or two, and then your next upcoming opponent uh, has an outbreak in their team. So now you miss more games. Uh, so you could foresee how you could miss quite a few games. So uh, let's take, for example, Donovan Sims. You could have someone who's uh, going into their senior year and already down three or four games than what they normally play. You could miss, you know, four, five, six, shoot, even ten because of COVID. And now if you have somebody like Donovan that you, you turn an ankle and miss two or three more because of a small injury, well, now your senior season consisted of an eight – you played eight games and, and burned a year of eligibility. And for someone like him, what would have been his last year of eligibility. And so now his senior year uh, was an eight-game schedule for him. Uh, so the NCAA has said that uh, this year uh, all players will be able to play without burning a year of eligibility. Well, Coach, it looks like it's going to be a crazy ride. <laughs> I think it already has been. I think it's going to uh, continue to be for sure. Um, you know, I, and I think uh, what we have to understand is uh, everybody's trying to figure out a way to safely play. You know, um, it, one of the easier things could have been to – uh, I, I guess I shouldn't say easy. It's been a difficult decision, uh, but you could pull the plug. Uh, but folks are around the country from the NCAA level, from conference levels, uh, but also on individual institutional campuses, uh, presidents and ADs are trying to figure out a way to allow these student athletes to do what they love to do, which is to, to play and be on that court. And so we're very appreciative of that. It's going to be crazy, as you said. At times, it won't be fair. It won't be equitable. Uh, but we're, we're trying to figure out a way to play. And, uh, you know, as I said, we're, we're appreciative of all the hard work that folks around the country are doing uh, to allow us to do that. All right, Coach. Well, great to catch up with you. Look to 
forward to talking to you soon. Good luck to the Blue Raiders. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. All righty. Thank you, Coach. That's MTSU men's basketball coach Nick McDevitt joining us today. We'll take a break. We'll be right back, and Chip Walters will join us with the Blue Raider Insider Report. Hey, folks, I'm Stephen Reynolds, the man in the middle. Join me every Friday for a new episode of my podcast exclusively on WGNSRadio.com. Good afternoon. It's quite busy, but it's moving on 24 East, all that traffic flow coming back in from Davidson County into Rutherford. As you continue down 24 towards Manchester, watch your speed. It's just stop and go out here where you would expect this time of the afternoon. Sections of Thompson Lane Memorial's busy here passing the airport. Sleep with the sharks in a grown-up atmosphere at Ripley's Aquarium in the Smokies, December 26th and 27th. All the fun details at ripleysaquarium.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. The only person who can change your life is you, but you need to know how. Listen to my show, The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. Listen to The Dell Wamsley Radio Show this Saturday, 11 to noon, on News Radio WGNS. Parks Auction, we handle everything. Whether you're buying or selling a home or whether you're buying or selling commercial property, the auction is just so much easier, quicker, smoother. My wife and I sold our personal home. Parks Auctions helped us with that. The house brought about 20% more than we were going to ask for. Visit our website at parksauction.com to learn more. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. Every team knows which play can be a winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. Hot 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Middle Tennessee. Play up, bench, cold. Middle Tennessee football, basketball, and baseball. Yeah, we got them. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raider athletics. I'm Chip Walters. Hear the games here on News Radio WGNS. Middle Tennessee win. Raiders win the championship. Your source for the big blue in the borough. News Radio WGNS. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters, play by play voice of the Blue Raiders. Chip, what's up today? 
Well, good afternoon, everybody. And the bye week did Middle Tennessee some good from a recovery standpoint. And the Blue Raider football team ready to hit the gridiron again with some recharged batteries. The Blue Raiders, who are 2-5 and five overall, entered the bye week on a high after a double overtime victory at Rice. They're hoping that these good feelings carry into Saturday when they host a good Charlotte team that comes in with a record of 2-3. and three. Charlotte is coming off a loss to Duke by a score of 53-19. to 19. The 49ers have looked good this season on both sides of the ball, due in large part to their ability to both force turnovers and take care of the ball. They also have the momentum in the series after capturing their first win against Middle Tennessee last year. A good rushing attack combined with veteran quarterback Chris Reynolds have equaled uh, an efficient Charlotte offense that's been good at keeping possessions going this season. The 49ers ranked first in Conference USA and third in the country in average time of possession keeping the ball for over 35 minutes a game, and they've also only turned the ball over five times in five games. That 35 minutes a game is more than Rice keeps the ball, which they have been one of the national leaders over time as well. Be sure to join us tonight for Rick Stockstill Live on the Blue Raider Network. A little programming note, uh, here on WGNS, you will have uh, election coverage tonight, but uh, the show will be live on uh, 97.5-1025 The Game. It will also be live on the Blue Raider Game Day app. It will be live on TuneIn. It will be live as well on the uh, Blue Raider Athletics Facebook page, the Twitter page, and YouTube channel. Rick Stocks to Live uh, tonight will be, show, uh, will be aired as an encore presentation here on WGNS tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. But again, you'll be able to catch it live on numerous other locales. And if you need a break from uh, from uh, election uh, fatigue tonight, you be sure to, to join us. It'll be on, on Facebook here locally. All right, coming up on Thursday, something else to put on your calendar at 7 o'clock, the 2020 Blue Raider Hall of Fame induction. That will be at 7 o'clock, uh, and it will be a virtual induction uh, because of the global pandemic. It's an outstanding six-person class, and it will be enshrined during the virtual virtual induction with the members being showcased during the broadcast. You can watch it a number of different ways, including the Blue Raider Athletics Facebook page, the Twitter page, and the YouTube channel. Just search Middle Tennessee Athletics. This year's class, it is an absolutely outstanding one. It includes from baseball, Bryce Brents and Clay Snellgrove. From women's basketball, Alicia Clark and Heather Prater-Warren. From Blue Raider football, Kendall Newson, and from Blue Raider Golf, Mike Harmon. The inductees will be delivering their induction speeches, and they'll also be featured in a Q&A with yours truly, and also you'll be hearing uh, from other folks, that coaches, teammates, and those closely associated with them, passing along some well wishes as well. Again, that's Thursday night at 7 o'clock. We look forward to you being there. Congratulations still going out to the Middle Tennessee women's cross-country team as they won their second straight conference championship and the program's third overall title as it took first place at the 2020 Conference USA Championships on Saturday down in Birmingham. All right, that's it for today. We'll have another update for you coming up tomorrow. And like always, want to remind you, take care of yourself, be very good to each other, and we'll talk to you later. All righty, Chip. We appreciate you as always. We'll talk to you next time. And remind everyone, the Blue Raider Insider Report 
Brought to you each day by Wayne Blair and Rayborn Insurance, Steve Ruckert and RAI Advisors, and Mike Tanzel and my team insurance. We'll take a break and be right back. Hi there, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamm and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want to be your realtor. 2020 appears to be another dynamic year in real estate, and if you've been in your home for a while, you might be surprised what it's gained in value. Get in touch with me, and we'll set up an absolutely free, no-obligation real estate review for you. Go to my website, choosechip.net, or give me a call, 615-542-1915. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel, at 931-684-5274. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Appreciate Coach McDevitt joining us today. Some interesting developments there with how they're going to handle their season won't play in anybody from texas um taking all the precautions they can to get a season in and um we shall see how um all that goes all right let's talk some football last week oakland wrapped up another region championship i believe that's um six straight uh 36 20 over warren county Cane Ridge 45, Laverne 7. Laverne will be a number two seed in the playoffs. Blackman won their last three games, uh, finished 4-2 and two in the uh, uh, region. Uh, they beat Cookville 23-21, Eagleville 20, Loretto nothing, uh, MTCS 38, Webb School 14, East Nashville 19, Siegel 14, Smyrna um, got a COVID win over the creek, and Riverdale got a COVID win over Warren County. So the playoff pairings are set. Number four seed, Rossview, um, they're out of Clarksville. They play at Oakland. Uh, Wilson Central, a three seed, got a really good running back, set a school record this year. Uh, They're the three seed. They'll play at Riverdale, the two. Uh, Franklin, a four seed at Smyrna, the one. Tough draw for Smyrna right out of the gate. Franklin's got a good ball club. Uh, Independence, uh, the third seed uh, at Laverne. Independence, very good. Blackman, the four in Hendersonville. It's a winnable game if Blackman plays well. They're going to have to play better than they have, though. Columbia Academy at MTCS, that has been canceled. Uh Due to um, COVID, Columbia Academy not going to have enough players. And Eagleville makes the long ride to Decatur County where they'll play Riverside. Eagleville, the three seed. 
Uh, the final state poll, um, Oakland, um, number one, 10-0. Maribel, number two, 10-0. Oakland this year has outscored their opponents 350-85. to Maribel has outscored their opponents 344-60. to So, um, both teams... Pretty evenly matched. It's going to be a while before they get together, but um, never know. Somebody might have a say-so in that. Riverdale up to number three. Uh, eight and two, McMahon County. Um, they're fourth, nine and one. Bartlett, uh, they're fifth, six and one. Dobbins-Bennett, uh, six, they're eight and two. Brentwood, seven and three. Ravenwood, six and four. Bradley Central seven and three and Independence six and two. So you've got three ranked teams in Williamson County region and you've got two uh from uh Rutherford County. So it's gonna be uh hopefully knock on wood the rest of our teams can get through the playoffs. You hate seeing seasons cut short. Uh of course Blackman's, I mean, um, Rockvale's season was cut short. They missed their last two games. And um, Stewart's Creek, um, they don't return from quarantine till Monday. Playoffs start Friday. So, it's a cruel world, life lesson. And uh, just really hate it um, for those players. All righty, we're going to take our final break, and we'll be right back. If you're not waking up to the Wake Up Crew, here's what you've been missing. You had a day off in... Yeah. <laughs> Don't miss the Wake Up Crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. Mr. Haney. Here on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon. It's quite busy, but it's moving on 24 East. All that traffic flow coming back in from Davidson County into Rutherford. As you continue down 24 towards Manchester, watch your speed. It's just stop and go out here where you would expect this time of the afternoon. Sections of Thompson Lane Memorial is busy here passing the airport. Sleep with the sharks in a grown-up atmosphere at Ripley's Aquarium in the Smokies, December 26th and 27th. All the fun details at ripleysaquarium.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way Sir Pizza. Sir Pizza strives for excellence in everything that they do and can't wait to see the smile on your face. Dine in, delivery, and carry out on East Main, Memorial, and South Church. Hello again, this is Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. Whenever I finish with a family helping them pick out their funeral needs, locking in the price for the rest of their life, they inevitably breathe a sigh of relief saying, that wasn't as difficult as I thought. You know why? Because they're shopping with their heads and not with their hearts. You can save thousands of dollars when you prearrange ahead of time. Give me a call and see how that works for you at 615-893-2422. Jennings and Ayers. 
At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Ken Ayer, find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. This portion brought to you by First Bank. Locations in the borough, Woodbury, Nashville, and 46 others across the state. That's First Bank. Conference USA last week, the Blue Raiders were off. Um, FAU 24, San Antonio 3, Rice 30, Southern Miss 6, uh, Louisiana Tech 37, UAB 34 in two overtimes. Duke 53, Charlotte 19, North Texas at UTEP postpone, Marshall at FIU postpone. FIU's only got three games in this year. Rice has only played two. They didn't start till last week or the week before last when MTSU beat them. Um, this week, Charlotte at middle, tough game. UMass at Marshall. Um, North Alabama at Southern Miss, San Antonio at Rice, FIU at UTEP, Western Kentucky at FAU, Louisiana Tech at North Texas. Don't expect all those to make. Uh, standings for what they're worth right now. Marshall in the East is 3-0. and FAU and Charlotte are 2-1. and Middles two and three, Westerns one and two, and FIU's zero oh and one. In the West, uh, UAB's two and one, La Tech's three and two, San Antonio's two and two, Rice one and one, North Texas one and two, Southern Miss one and two, and UTEP is zero oh and two. Though it's been a crazy year, Old Dominion hadn't even played; they just shut it down. I'm sure some programs probably wish they'd done the same thing. And no, I'm not referring to MTSU before anybody thinks that. I'm glad they've got their games in. Wish the results had been different in five of them, but nonetheless. All right, in SEC last week, Georgia 14, Kentucky 3. Boring game. Two good defenses. Auburn 48, LSU 11. You ever seen a national champion be so just average at best the next year? Ole Miss 54, Vandy 21. Alabama 41, Mississippi State nothing. Texas A&M 42, Arkansas 31. Florida 41, Missouri 17. Of course, they had an ugly brawl in that. Dan Mullen, the head coach at Florida, fined. Speaking of Florida, they play Georgia. Georgia's out, some defensive players. Uh, Bandy's at Mississippi State. 
Texas A&M at South Carolina. And Tennessee is at Arkansas. That was probably a game that people had penciled in as a W. Uh, no. No, that's, um, that's not the case. So, um, Arkansas could have easily had another win. They got snatched from them by the officials. Um, so, uh, the big news in college football, <coughs> excuse me, um, Clemson star quarterback Trevor Lawrence, who missed last week's game, and Boston College led 28-10 to 10 over Clemson. Clemson's got a good-looking freshman quarterback, hard to pronounce his name, um, but he led them to a big comeback victory. Um, Trevor Lawrence will miss this week's game at Notre Dame, however. And that's at Notre Dame, and... Um, I think Clemson's still going to be in the – if they lose, I think they'll still be in the playoff. But that would really boost Notre Dame's chances of being in the playoff if they can win that one. Uh, a little baseball. Uh, finalists for some awards have been announced in the National League. For um, MVP, it's Mookie Betts, the Dodgers, Freddie Freeman, the Braves, and Manny Machado, with the Padres, the American League, Jose Abreu, the White Sox, DJ LeMahieu, the Yankees, and Jose Ramirez, Cleveland. National League Cy Young finalists, Trevor Bauer, the Reds, Hugh Darvish, the Cubs, and Jacob deGrom, the Mets. In the American League, Shane Bieber, Cleveland, isn't he every year? Kenta Maeda, the Twins, and Hyun Jin Ryu, the Blue Jays. I'm sure I didn't pronounce that correctly, but um, uh, I don't care. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with City Auto Sales, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.